On today's episode of Pursuing Profit with Principles, you'll meet Extus Justin, a coach for coaches and consultants. Extus shares his story of the entrepreneurial journey with its many ups and downs, more downs than ups in the beginning, and of his perseverance through it all to create more ups than downs. He's a great champion for getting people to be relentless about their own success. to the show today. I am so excited to have you all join us on Pursuing Profit with Principles. And I have a marvelous guest today, Exodus Justin. And I'm so thrilled that he has joined us today and excited to learn about what he's doing in his business and how he has created a profitable business using good leadership principles, following his uh, purpose and his passion. And, and we're going to learn all about that today. So welcome, Just Exus. We're so excited to have you here. Yes, thank you so much, Regina. It's definitely been a, it's definitely a pleasure, and I'm pretty excited to be to be spending this time here with you today. Excellent. And I know that you have a huge following, but I also know there's probably some folks in our audience who haven't heard of you and the wonderful work that you do. So would you take a few minutes and just tell us a little bit about who you are? Uh, what your journey has been to get here, and what it is that you are doing for folks right now. Yeah. So as you said, my name is Exus Justin I'm from a tiny island in the Caribbean called uh, St. Lucia. I moved to the U.S. at like um, 19 years old, joined the U.S. Marines, spent uh, like nine years um, in there. And then I decided to get out and uh, to start my own uh, business. And it definitely hasn't been all smooth sailings. And I guess we'll <laughs> kind of share some of the um, some of the specifics in there. Um, but um, got out, started my business. And now today what I do is I help individuals who are coaches and consultants. I help them market their businesses online and get that consistency in terms of client attraction um, within the businesses. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, that's an interesting journey to go from the Marines to uh, to your own marketing business and coaching business. So my mm-hmm. uh, my husband was a Marine as well. So thank you for your service. Always grateful. Oh, to awesome, awesome. Me. Thank you, thank you. And you're welcome. Country. Yes, yes. Was he was he on the enlisted or officer side? He was enlisted, and and this was a few years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was actually in Vietnam. He served oh, good in Vietnam. Stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and he actually it. served on a ship out just outside of Vietnam. Uh I think he was mm-hmm. in radio communications or something like that. So mm-hmm. um anyway, yeah, but I, I do appreciate yeah, your service. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're so, welcome. Thank you. As as you know, one of the things that I want to do is to give uh, all of all of these entrepreneurs, and we have so many more today with COVID, right? We have Mm -hmm. so many folks who have uh, found themselves out of a job and have entered the the job market, uh, the uh, business market, I should say, the entrepreneurial field. And you and I, as you said, there, it wasn't always always smooth sailing, right? It was, there were bumps in the road. And I think one of the big challenges for entrepreneurs is that we don't know what we don't know when we start off our business and and we have a grand vision of what it is we want to achieve and we go out there and we get started, but there's so many things about our business and running a successful business that we don't innately know 
And if you don't know what you don't know, you don't know who to go ask or what to ask even, right? Exactly. How, how did you get around those hurdles? Yeah. Well, the I guess the first way is um, I learned the hard way, <laughs> like most other individuals, because um, I know when I left the U.S. Marines, I spent like two years just trying to grow uh, the business and coming from it from a perspective of, I, I got this. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Um, and it didn't, it, like when I really realized like, man, this is not working, you you, you got to take a different approach was when I had, um, cause I started off with like about uh, $70,000 in retirement savings, um, $30,000 in personal savings, and then had a credit card with a $30,000 credit card limit. And when I, uh, when I really woke up to that idea, like you should probably really get some expert help or something is like when I found myself with like uh, about $1,200 in my account after having blown through all of this other money, it was like, how did I get here? But one of the core things that made me realize is that, um, as you said, um, there's a whole realm of when we get into being an entrepreneur, we have an idea, we have a vision of what we want to do and how success looks like. But then the journey of getting there, typically there's a gap within our knowledge. And for me today, I guess um, what's really helped me a lot now is um, I guess they call it standing on the shoulders of giants, which is realizing that number one, coming to the rise, realization that um, the success I want, um, the 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 perspective I need to have it. If I don't have it yet, then most likely I don't have that perspective. But I need to find that person, whoever's already out there, who has that perspective, and be able to sit with them long enough to download that perspective and then use it for uh, to create that success. Because I like to say, like typically, what we have right now. Um, it's not going to get us to where we need to go. We need that different perspective, right? I love that. And I love your reference mm -hmm. to standing on the shoulders of giants because we don't know it all. We have to find people who already have gone through what we are attempting to go through or preparing to go through and, and learn from them. I love the way you phrased that. That, that was awesome. So mm -hmm. who are some of those giants whose shoulders you stood on? Mm -hmm. So, and I guess as I went through my business, it it, it kind of um, evolved over time. I know when I was first getting started, um, there were quite a few of them. I know Wayne Dyer was a big one. Um, oh, yeah. Wayne Dyer was one of the first individuals I kind of yes. um, discovered. Um, then I moved on to like the Brian Tracys, um, then Tony Robbins, um, Zig Ziglar's, and all the, just this motivational, inspirational um, types of individuals. I think that's really what got me my, my course start in terms of really figuring out, because I think Tony Robbins, he said it best. Um, one of the things, he has a model for success, right? So he said, hey, there's four keys to success. Number one, which is um, you got to know your outcome, right? You got to know what you want. You got to know what whether it's a business, your personal life, whatever. You got to figure out what's that clear vision of it. Um, and the second thing is you got to take massive action, which is once you say, hey, this is what I want, you got to get out there and actually do some stuff. You can't just like sit on the couch, eat potato yeah. chips and, and wish it to come <laughs> true, right? You got to actually take some action. And then exactly. the third step is um, noticing what's working. Notice whether you're either moving um, towards the result that you want or away from it. And then that fourth thing is um, change your approach. If you're not getting what you want, uh, you got to change your approach. And that's one of the core things I know for myself in, um, in just getting my business started was, I did the first three, which was, hey, well, I, I guess I did the first two, which is I kind of knew what I wanted. Um, I took the massive action, but I really wasn't paying attention to what I, well, I, I was kind of paying attention to what I was getting, but I wasn't really changing my approach, which was I just saying, well, I just got to do this harder, right? Right. Because that's just what I know it has to work. And let me just do it harder 
versus I know his mom, that's one of the core things that made me realize that what if there was a different way? What if the whole way I'm thinking about what I'm trying to achieve here was wrong? And then I started looking at other mentors, other people who said, okay, how's the other person saying it should be done or whatever? And then I started seeing the gaps between how I was doing and how they were saying to do it. And because their success spoke for itself, I was like, okay, I might as well learn from the individuals who are successful because I tried my way and it, it just hasn't worked, right? <laughs> right. I, I, that's, yes. That is so profound. And because, um, again, going back to all of the folks who are out there trying to build a business right now, Mm-hmm. And and the things that we don't know, we do have to find those people, whether they're a little bit ahead of us or further along ahead of us. We have to find people who are doing things successfully and be willing to adapt and to change what we're doing. Is what yeah. what motivated you to start this business and to continue through the bumps until you got it figured out? What was your motivation? Mm-hmm. What was what was what yeah. was your big purpose? <laughs> um, so I guess first motivation, well, really with the business as well. So my in, t- in terms of starting it, I knew that um, I spent like eight, nine years in the U.S. Marines, um, and I, I hurt my knee. So I had to figure out, okay, what do I do um, for 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 income? Like, do I? Because I, I I did not take advantage of the um, the uh, what do you call it? Um, the at the time Montgomery GI Bill where you got college right. paid for for free right. being in there and stuff like that. I did not do that. So when I heard my knee was kind of like, whoa, now I'm starting to realize that maybe this 20 years I wanted to be in the military is not gonna happen. Um because I'm only like seven and a half um years in and I my body's like feeling this way. So do I continue or do I like what do I do? And I really realized, okay, I don't have any degrees, nothing, but I knew that I wasn't going to work uh, for anyone else. So I think initially that first motivation was just to get out and just have a way to pay the bills because once you become an entrepreneur, um, it's not like you have a job where you get that steady paycheck. Like you have to figure right. out how do you make the money. Um, there's no one <laughs> There's no one um, coming to give you a handout. You got to figure it out. Um, so there's that. And I think that kind of um, kept me going, which is just saying, hey, I need a way to pay the bills and all these different things. But then actually I was having a call, my group coaching call uh, last night with my students. And that was one of the questions that came up, which is when you've kind of created success, especially uh, in in terms of money wise, because I know with most entrepreneurs, when we just get started, we're like bootstrapping, right? So we're trying to uh, make things work (laughs) on a pretty thin budget. Um, So it was like, when, when you start making, when you make all this money and you're doing so successful, you're doing great. How do you keep finding that drive? And I know for me, what keeps me going then, because I realized for myself, when I kind of created the um, financial success of myself, um, it was almost like, okay, what, there's no thing to, like, what am I moving towards now? It's like, What's I can just next? relax, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the pressure <laughs> of not being able to pay the bills, all these different things, it kind of faded away. So for it's like, what right. do you do now? Like, what's what's happening? You've kind of figured something out. But then I was like, how do you get to the next level? And then another one of my mentors, I can't really remember exactly who it was, but they said, hey, for you to really keep going, you got to find something that's outside of yourself to keep you pushing um, just like I think um, to myself when I was on my call last night, I realized really the core thing that helps me keep going is my clients and their stories, right? So I know most individuals who do come to work with us, their stories are so, number one, it's it's pretty um, touching in essence, because at the end of the day, 
as I said, I help individuals who do their, the experts, there's the coaches or the consultants, there's someone who has a vision of saying, hey, you know, I have an idea, I have a way that I could help coach someone, I could consult, I could do something, I have advice that someone could use to progress their life, their business or something. And I kind of see how there goes to the marketplace, which is just saying, hey, I'll just give and, and hopefully if I just give enough, I'll get clients. But that typically doesn't um, end up uh, being the case because at the end of the day, you know that we've grown a business, there's marketing, yeah. there's sales, there's <laughs> exactly. lead generation, there's all of these different things that need uh, to connect for the whole thing to work. Um, but then when I, as I, and, and the place where I really realized that, okay, that's because I don't have that need, I've kind of figured out for myself, I knew what it was like to struggle and not be able to pay the bills, all these different things. And when individuals now reach out to me and they tell me their own specific situations. Um, so for example, let's say a few of my, there's individual, I won't mention any names, but um, one of my clients, um, I know their situation is um, their wife has cancer. Um, mm. Just a few um, weeks ago, big emergency came up, the roof of the house kind of, um, the, it was leaking. So they had to go through a whole replacement. Then the stairs um, got kind of in the in the house got um, damaged, so they had to fix that. They got kids for caution, all these different things. And I'm talking to um, this individual, and a lot of my clients they have similar stories, not exactly the same, but there's some type of thing that's just really not working. And I start realizing how, as when someone becomes an entrepreneur, um, when they quit that corporate nine to five job and they get into doing this, and seeing the type of stress. Um, it puts not just on themselves, but their family, their kids, their spouse, and everyone. And they just haven't figured it out. And I could see how the biggest hurdle for them is that financial um, mm -hmm. part of it. And for me, that's my drive. It's being able to hear the stories as far as how, you know, my spouse doesn't believe in me. And I've been trying this for like the years and stuff, and it just hasn't been working. And they kind of see me as a fit. And I want to, I really want to prove to them, you know what? I can do this. I can figure this out. Or my kid who's, um, I've been sacrificed. I've spent all this money and all these different things. And my kids need to go to college and I still haven't figured it out. And they were seeing their mom working so hard. Um, and she's just doing this every single day, <clears throat> barely taking a break. Um, but I got to figure this out. And I see the drive in them as far as saying, hey, I really have such a compelling reason why that I have to figure it out. And for me, that's what drives me today is being able to connect with those individuals and hearing the stories and knowing that, hey, um, by us working together, I'm going to do every single thing in my power to help you get out of that situation, to help you get those clients, to help you get that income and generate that revenue so that you're able to achieve the results that you want. So it's in my, the, my, I guess my core thing is saying it doesn't really come from, the motivation doesn't come from mine, me anymore. It more comes from knowing that these individuals, they're out there depending on me. Like they've put their full trust, faith, everything in me to help them figure it out. And I'm not going to quit on them. That's really what keeps me right. um, just driving and pushing forwards. We, we share a lot of things in common. Mm -hmm. One of the things for me uh, that you touched on just briefly there is, is the difference that your client wants to make in the world. Um, and for me, being a part of that ripple effect, that I get to help them be successful and then they go out and change the world, that drives me as well. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah. So um as part of pursuing profit with principles, there's a few areas that I wanted to ask you about. I've got three questions for you. Perfect. So the first is, what is a leadership principle that you've used in your life and in your business or either or 
that has really impacted your success? A leadership mm-hmm. principle. What would you say? Yeah. Would you say that? yeah. So I think I learned that one. Um, from what's his name um uh, john maxwell actually and i think he calls it like the law of the lid which is saying okay. that you can only go as high a uh, business anything you can only go as far as whoever the leader is and it came to one point i like to say there's a story i tell um because in my business when i realized that i had a team around me and they kind of thought a little bit differently than i did and for a long time, I kind of thought that, okay, I knew the answer. I'm the leader. I, I got all this. I understand what needs to be done. <laughs> and every time they would Leadership bring Leadership is a journey, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and they tell, they tell, um, they used to tell me um, what I should do or consider or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no you, you, you got to do this. Um, and it, it turns out like most of the ideas I had, it really didn't work. And it wasn't until things stopped working. I was like, well, what did you say? I should try again. We've been telling you this, you should have done that. And I'm like, mm, okay, fine. And then I tried and it works. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Golly <laughs> so, gee, they knew what they were talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And I guess he calls it like fire in the CEO. And I, at, at a point in my business, I realized I had to like really just fire myself as far as just in it, I got to kind of take a back seat and just take the advice, take the input from other people. Um, I think he told the story is saying when um, with when um, a company is doing bad, let's say a, a billion dollar company or whatever is doing bad, the first thing they do with the company is they fire the CEO. And I mm-hmm. think he, he was asking the question, like, why do they just fire him? Why don't they like either train him or try to figure out what the issue is? And they said, well, if, if the business isn't performing and he's in that role, um, it's already too late. I mean that he's already got, he's already done all yeah. he could. He's got he's the right. one who's got it to here, and we cannot have somebody who created the problem fix it. So the first thing is just fire the CEO, fire the leadership, mm. and bring in a whole new set of people. And I, I remember reading that um, in this his book, and I was like, man, that's exactly what's happened here. Like I literally gotta fire myself. I cannot. I got myself here, so I cannot. I'm not the one to kind of fix. I gotta find that ah. outside perspective to say, hey here's where this thing is at. What do you think um, should be done right. here, right? So right. for a long time, I had to do that. And I think that was a, one of the biggest ones for me to kind of like put aside the ego. I mean, I think we kind of see it, um, in the politics with Donald Trump with what's going on here. You could see how he comes from a frame of, I'm always right and I'm only going to surround myself yeah. with people who believe what I believe and I'm not going to waver. But that's good to a, some degree, but in essence, it kind of gets you in trouble. Because when you really are not on the right path or not doing the right things and you still have people cheering you on saying, hey, this is the thing we should be doing, you get yourself in a lot of hot water, right? Yeah. yeah. We need people around us who will be honest with us uh, no matter what that looks like, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, because we don't grow without that. We can, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we put ourselves in a box that we are always right, um, there's no opportunity for growth. Exactly. for learning something new. Very good. I like that. I like that. Mm. So obviously you're pursuing your your purpose in life, your passion to help these people, right? How has pursuing a business that allows you to do that, to follow your purpose and passion, how has that impacted the success of your business? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can, okay. I, sure. Uh, ask that question. So, can you? Some people. Ahead? Some people just start a company because oh, I think this is a good product, or I think you know, I 
think I want to do this, but there's no passion behind it. It's not their real purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And other people like yourself and myself, we're following our purpose and our passion with our business, right? Mm-hmm. And that makes a difference in our business when we do that. It makes a difference in us and how we show up, right? So mm-hmm. how has following your purpose and passion impacted your success? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the best way I could describe it is that um, one of the core things I realized with where we are today is that we're really shifting into, I think, uh, Peter Drucker. Um, he said it several, several years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but he said we're more moving into like a knowledge society. And he said the right. type of work we do, it's not like, um, whether it's like, um, there's not a lot of the manual labor types of, although there's still those industries in there, but a lot of the shifts are becoming in terms of knowledge, being able to right. use information, advice, all these different things, and being able to pr- have that produce results. Right. Um, so when I realized that, that's when I kind of knew that, okay, you know, with the shift here, that's when I knew that I wasn't going to go get a, the, a nine to five job or anything that's like manual labor type stuff. I had to get into the advice type of um, model. Um, and I think that was the first thing that kind of hit me. And then the second thing was saying, okay, well, how does this work? Um, and I think that, I think, uh, what's his name? Zig Ziglar. He said it best, which is you can get everything in life that you want, as long as you just help focus on helping other people get what they want. Because I knew at a time in my business, I was just focused on me, 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 and what can I get? Versus I think the shift came from me, which is, I think, going back to the question you asked, um, that shift came from me when I said, okay, how do I just wake up and just give other people? How do I make it not be about me anymore? And as right. I said, even something I do as well, too, is my clients, whenever they sign on, the first thing I have them do, one of the first things I have them do is, hey, tell me your story, because I want to know your specific issue, your, like exactly what's going on, the pain, whatever that right. you're facing. I want to know that, because I want to keep that at the forefront of my mind, because again, that's my drive. That's what's keeping me up, waking me up early in the morning, keeping me up late at night, and all these different things to help them um, figure that out. Does that make sense? Right. Yes, it does. It does. Um, and and um, and it sounds like that shift has been very mm-hmm. powerful in the success of your business. Would you mm-hmm. agree with that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd say it's the only thing because um, at the other day they always say life is just emotion. And if if I, I know for myself when I first got started, um, I really couldn't find that drive. I couldn't figure out how do you because it was I came from a place of having to kind of like almost like motivate myself, like say like well I got to do this or I got to do this thing. But I think when you find that right feel for you, that right emotional um, thing mm-hmm. that you're really rooting for and, 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 and just want so bad that it shifts from having to try to motivate yourself to just being driven and just saying, yeah. when people ask you, why do you do what you do? Yeah. They just like, this is just this person's passion. I, I can't explain, but they're just, yeah. for whatever reason, they're passionate about this specific thing, right? Right. right. Yeah. That getting up every morning is not, you know, even... Those nights that you, you, well, like this week, I've been working on my, on the summit that I'm doing this weekend, been working on that all this week mm-hmm. more intensely. And so there's been a, you know, a lot less sleep occurring, <laughs> but even so it's like, get up early and you go after it because you're passionate about that and about exactly. the difference it can make in the lives of others. Mm-hmm. And it's all about that difference for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So what is something, as your business has become more profitable, more successful, what would you say is one profit strategy that you've used that has made a difference? Uh, mm. If you can now, point how do you, to one thing. 
Yeah, how do you yeah. define profit strategy? Yeah, well, that's I think that's uh, in the mind of the beholder, isn't it? <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, something that you've done that allows you to bring more money to the bottom line. You know, I, mm -hmm. I tend to focus more on profit as opposed to revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, because revenue doesn't mean you're putting money in the bank. Uh, you know, I owned uh, almost a $5 million staffing firm for, you know, we, we took us about 12 and a half years to grow it to that. And then the financial crash of 2008 hit. By March mm -hmm. of 2009, I had no market left. I was out of business. And, um, but even, even at an almost $5 million revenue a year, it wasn't that much drop into the line. We had a lot of overhead. Um, you know, a lot of that was payroll for all of the people that we had on the books and staffing is a skinny, uh, a skinny margin business. Um, so just because people are making millions of dollars in revenue doesn't mean they're putting a lot of money in their pocket. Mm -hmm. What's something that you've done in your business that shifted your business some so that more money drops to the bottom line? Because we know so many entrepreneurs are struggling to get that money in the bank, right? To mm -hmm. get some, you know, they start into this business because into this business world because not only do they want to make a difference, but they want to make a profit. They want to feed their family. They want to go at pursue their own dreams, and then they they're working themselves to death with not much money hitting the bank, yeah. not much money going into their pocket. What's something mm -hmm. that you've done in your business that maybe shifted that for you a bit to where you were seeing more of the profit from your revenue? Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you, if you give people a choice of, do you want a million dollar business that's, that you're taking home a quarter of a million dollars in profit versus a half a million dollar business that you're taking a quarter of a million home in profit, which one do you want, right? <laughs> exactly. One is a whole lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more headache than the one yeah. that's smaller. So yeah. the more we can focus on how we get profit, mm -hmm. the the better lives that they're going to have, right? Okay. Because yeah. they're not putting all of that work into creating this huge revenue that doesn't serve them yeah. in the end. Okay. Okay. Got you. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I would that's say, question. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so I think mine mine is definitely pretty easy, which is saying. Okay. Um, um, products like I would say um, getting away from trading time for money as much as possible um, yeah. just like for myself and my business I know we have um, coaching programs which is when an individual signs on with us um, they they go through modulized trainings because um, pretty quickly and awesome. I th when I because with our model we sell through consultations which is um, for someone to um, um, find out about our programs. Um, what we typically do is we give away free trainings and then at the right. end we have them schedule a consultation with us. Um, and I know for myself, when I started doing the consultations, most of my clients were a little bit older, most individuals who need, wanted the help. Um, but then when I listened to a lot of the stories, I quickly realized that most of those individuals, they had built successful businesses. They had done a lot of cool things. Um, but the issue became something popped up in their life, whether it was a health issue, um, a financial issue, something happened to where the business that they were running, everything just like stopped overnight, whether it was an illness or something, it just stopped overnight. And the thing they had worked so hard to build, um, it was just gone. 
and then, and I had most of these, a lot of individuals like that, we have a lot of them like um, come to us and say, hey, I need some help um, getting my feedback on the ground. And when I listened to where they were at a couple of years ago, they were really successful. But one event, something just broke everything down. And now it's almost like they had to start over from scratch. And I kind of like, after talking to like, I think like several thousand people on the, and just hearing these stories after stories after stories, that made, quickly made me realize that I have to build my business in a way that whatever happens, this thing could keep going. I don't like the whole yeah. business just this collapse. And I realized one of the quickest ways, especially if you're a coach, consultant, or any type of service provider, one of the things we tend to do is get into, into the um, the realm of just trading time for money, um, which is saying, hey, um, I'll work with this client one-on-one. I'll do this thing one-on-one yeah. versus what we do is we sell more of like um, – kind of like we call it group coaching, which is saying when we take on clients, we have actual marginalized processes because I know when I first started off, it was just me doing one-on-one coaching calls uh, with individuals. And I realized pretty quickly how capped you are. Um, As much as um, someone could have a great work work ethic, (laughs) if you're at a place where you have, let's say, 15, 20 people wanting to work with you every single, um, let's say, week, you realize pretty quickly, like either you have to start turning people away or you could just not get any sleep and just, just become, yeah. <laughs> uh, just stack up on coffee and hope, right. <laughs> hope you can get right. through. <laughs> so we started yeah. um, packaging up our advice, which is saying, okay, let's more sell the, the group coaching. So whenever we take on a new client, um, we're not taking on any more additional work. So I guess to sum it up is really, I guess um, the, 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 the concept is, focusing on helping one person solve one specific problem. Because once you do that as a coach or consultant, if you just focus on one person, one um, one problem, then what you start realizing that is to help that person solve the problem. Um, if you focus on that same t- um, type of individual, um, all you need to do is just have one path for them. You don't have to have 15, 20 different ways to help them. You just need one, the one path that works. And the best way I could describe it is one of my clients, Sean, um, he's generating probably about maybe say 60, 70, maybe yeah, about 70 grand per month or something um, with his business. And the core reason is not because he has all of these things or sell all of these different things. It's simply because he has just one core um, offer and helping one specific type of person. And everyone that comes to they go through the same experience that really doesn't take up um, very much of his time in essence, right? Excellent. Yeah, I, that is a great one. That is great. I know I personally have moved away from or shifted away from the one-on-one coaching as well. And mm-hmm. what, but as you said, what you quickly learn is it's not scalable. Um, you run out of time. But the other thing is, it also doesn't create an exit strategy for you. You don't have a business you can sell if you are the business. Exactly. And one of the things that I want my clients to come away with is an exit strategy. They may not be thinking about leaving it today, but they need to be building it in such a way that when they're ready to go do something else, uh, even if that's just go have fun, you know, whatever it is that they want to do next in their life, that they have a business that they can sell. Because mm-hmm. 95% of the uh, businesses that call a business broker to sell their business have nothing to sell. Mm-hmm. 95% of them, they can't even talk to. You know, yeah. They just have to turn them away. And that just breaks my heart because you've poured your life into this. You've poured all of your energy into building this and you just have to close the doors. And I've been there. I had to do that with my staffing firm. Mm-hmm. I've had to just close the doors and walk away. And it's not a fun thing to do. And so 
part of my mission is to make sure others don't have to go through that. Yeah. So two more questions, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your ideal client in Excess? We know it's coaches Mm. and consultants and things like that, but how would you describe your ideal client? If somebody's sitting out there today and they're saying, well, I wonder if Excess could help me. Who's your ideal client? Uh, Okay, so I would say um, my ideal client in terms of – the results that they want. Um, I, I guess we'll first offer results, which is saying anyone who either they want to, they want to get started with um, building, they have advice, they have knowledge um, to where they could help someone do something, whether it's help someone overcome anxiety, help someone um, with maybe say marketing, help someone lose weight, help someone um, through a divorce, whatever. Anyone who has uh, some that type of thing, a model saying, mm-hmm. I can help someone, I ha- have advice, I can help someone solve a specific problem. Um, that's the type of, that's the individual who's an ideal person for us. And they were trying to get clients online. They're trying to figure out, okay, how do I actually make a business, build a business out of this thing? Because um, what we help those individuals do is number one, we just show them how to take that knowledge that they have um, and packs up into a higher ticket uh, program. And Excellent. interestingly enough, I know one of my clients, um, um, she's she's in our program, but I know the core thing with her because she has all the pieces of success, um, but because what she's selling is so low ticket, um, she could never get ahead. She's generating sales, but the amount she's making it so not enough, she could never get ahead. So with our model, what we help individuals do is say, hey, let's create that higher ticket package. If you're a coach consultant, let's help you create that higher ticket package. Something you could sell for me, say three grand, uh, five grand, 10 grand, something that's a little bit higher ticket. So we know that because I know the problem most of our clients are trying to solve is they get to the end of the month. Well, number one, is they either are going like weeks and months and no revenue. Or right. they might um, get to the end of the month and they're just realizing that, man, I sat on one client this month, but then I have no idea where the next one's going to come from. Um, so we just help them with the systems, the processes uh, to put those things in place. So that way they could shift their business model in terms of having to go out and s- sell a whole bunch of $97 sessions or whatever to more come from a place of selling one $6,000 package right. and getting like three of these there. Um, and that's like 18 grand per month right there. So that way they could f- solve the money problem once and for all, they could get enough revenue coming yeah. in and then be able to get some breathing room to think, okay, what's the next level I want to get um, this thing to. So for our clients, we help them get that initial, create the high ticket program and get the initial um, few clients. And once they get that taste of what that's like, then we just help them shift um, right into group coaching, which is saying, okay, now that you- you've got a few clients, you're making okay money. Um, let's get you into a group coaching program so you can now scale this thing up, um, right? So and that's really where one of our clients, um, the individuals who have um, one, um, he's helping people overcome anxiety, but that's really been his progression. Um, started off with one-on-one, um, got a few sales, made some money, and then we shifted right to group coaching. And now he's about like 70 something grand per month, almost like a awesome. hundred grand. And the cool thing is we haven't touched a single cent on our paid ads, it's all just organic. Organic. Yeah. I love organic. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Mm-hmm. So my last question for you is, is there anything at this point that um, 
you know, that you have coming up that you'd like to share with folks? And, and of course, we'll put your contact information, you know, in the show notes, but mm-hmm. anything that you would like to, to offer our listeners or share with our listeners that you may have coming up here in the near future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know whenever I do these types of um, events, there's a lot of individuals who are coaches, consultants, and they're always like, man, my biggest struggle is getting um, consistent clients uh, to my businesses. And I just don't know what to, I don't know how to approach the whole thing. Um, so what I do um, um, a couple of times a, a week, I run this um, a, a training, a free training that shows them a step-by-step process as far as um, how to get those consistent clients to their businesses without having to chase after uh, people so that they can have people come in um, to them because I know a big part about the whole process of just being online is when you know you're good at something, um, if, you, if you're not sure what marketing is, you try to just say, let me just go just talk to a whole bunch of random people <clears throat> and you right. find yourself wasting a lot more time. But my, my thinking is always based on 80-20, which is saying, hey, what's the 20% of re- things I could do that's going to get me 80% of the results? Just like I know if any coach or consultant out there, um, if there's, I don't, I don't know how much time they're spending, but I would say they're spending about, let me say, 10 hours working per day in their businesses. Two of these hours are going to be worth everything else, like yeah. these two hours. And if you could figure out how to spend two hours, those two specific hours, you'll get 80% of the results, even more um, just right. based on two hours versus having to work 10 hours. And that's really what I kind of share with the um in that in that free training. So I guess we'll kind of link it down there if someone wants to um okay. to check it out. So it's gonna be about an sure. hour long. Yeah, why well, I just show them a step-by-step simple process that they could use um in their business to get those um consistent high-ticket clients so that at the Excellent. end of the month they do have that revenue, they do have the money versus being worried about where that next um client's gonna come from. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll put that in the show notes so folks can reach out for that. I think that's probably how I first came across you was one of those free trainings that, that mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. And so um, very good. Any any last thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners today, Nexus? Anything comes um, to your mind? Yeah, I would say, guys, definitely, if you haven't yet, definitely subscribe to uh, Regina's um, podcast. It's going to be awesome. Um, I know she's an amazing soul, an amazing person. She loves uh, given so if you want an awesome experience if you want some awesome um, um, I know interviews um, with some awesome guests Regina she's definitely the one because I know she has them all lined up and you should definitely subscribe and leave her if you haven't yet as well to leave her a, a great review on the show as well too okay thank you so much and we really appreciate that folks if you'll do that leave us a, a go out and watch the watch a few episodes give us some reviews we'd love that Uh, We will be bringing you entrepreneurs every week who are doing great things in their business and are willing to share with you their secrets as Extus has done today. And we so appreciate you being here, Extus. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you again, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Enjoy. And we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening today. As you can see, all entrepreneurs experience challenges in their business. Most of them have worked their way through them with the help of a trusted coach. So let me ask you, what's the biggest challenge in your business? Are you generating the profit that you desire? Do you know what systems you need in order to create more efficiency and profit in your business? Are you tired of working 60 plus hours a week and not seeing the returns? Are your relationships suffering because of the stress that you're experiencing? 
If any of this describes you, then schedule your 90-minute profit acceleration analysis with me today for only $97. This is a special price for my listeners only. The value of this call is easily over $2,000. We will find between $10,000 and $100,000 profit in your business and lay out a roadmap for you to be able to overcome all of these problems. So get your life and your profit back on track. Schedule your profit acceleration analysis today. There is no obligation, and I'm not going to do some hard sell with you. However, if you want my help to achieve the results from your blueprint, I'm happy to have that conversation with you about what that would look like. So schedule your call today. The link is below in the show notes. How does an introverted savant make an impact on the world? Listen to my next show where I interview Tobin Slavin to find out exactly what he has done and is doing to make a difference in the world. Tobin is a successful entrepreneur, co-author of the newly released book, Experts Never Chase, and co-founder of Book of Experts. Join us next time.